Are we starting? I think we've already started. Welcome to Probably Science, your <laughs> week in science-based news. I'm Brooks Whelan. I'm this is hey way. Tony. Heads up. This is my uh, this is my podcasting voice. So just don't be weirded out by. I'm Brooks Whelan, and to my left, as always, Andy Wood. I'm sitting right my here. Co-host. Thanks for coming, Andy. Thank you for having me. And uh, Matt Kirshen is gone, and as far as I'm concerned, has left the country forever. Uh, <laughs> our guest to today, Tony Sam. You may have uh, heard him and seen him in stand-up comedy. He's got a great show around town, a live character-based show called Persona. Character-based mm. show, Persona. Tony Sam, uh, one point uh, engineer as well, scientist or? Scientist, uh, marine and molecular biologist. Oh, great. Did you have any job related to that after college, or did you just ditch that uh, as soon as I you I did. Were? Well, just first, uh, right off the bat, thank you for having me. Thank this you is for, a really this treat. Is so, this is, is really a real treat. We've set the tone for treat. a nice, relaxed We're all drinking podcast. green tea. Yeah. Our shoes are off. We've got our. <laughs> we're about to put our Birkenstocks back on. Oh, I like that. The shoe of choice in the laboratory. This is a oh, Birkenstocks yeah. podcast. Uh, <laughs> We'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Birkenstock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if Crocs, Crocs, if, Crocs dropped us no, last week. No, fuck Crocs, man. <laughs> if Birkenstock represented this podcast, I'm talking straight to you, uh, Ed Birkenstock. Uh, represent our podcast. We will plug you relentlessly, just nonstop. Relentlessly. We will. Just make this into a Birkenstocks only podcast. We'll just talk about your shoes. Send three pair, and we're fine. Did, That's all we need. Did any of you guys? Are you willing to admit that there was ever a period when either of you wore Birkenstocks? I wore the shit out of Birkenstocks. Oh, I, did no. I almost didn't get a job at a sporting goods store one time because I showed up to the interview wearing shorts and Birkenstocks, <laughs> oh. which I thought were dressy. Oh, for a period, they were a little bit, they were like the high-class hippie I don't know that they're shoe. dressy, but all the senior scientists expensive. in the lab I would work at all wore them. Really? Did they ever have socks and Birkenstocks? Yeah, they did. That's a great look. <laughs> right? Oh, white, white socks and Birkenstocks? Oh, Birks? I didn't oh. say they looked good. They wore them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I do. I really liked my Birkenstocks. And then I remember when I found out, I think I was a freshman in college, when I found out they were lame, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, I've been wearing yeah. these for years. Did you... Work in the in your field once you graduate. I mean, it wasn't really using exactly what it was. Uh, yeah, I was an applications engineer for a company that made chips that go into like TVs and projectors. So I wasn't. I mean, like I majored in electrical engineering and specifically digital signal processing. I never really used hmm. that in a job, but I did engineering ish work. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, I think our, our podcast started a little a little low key. I let's pick it up. Yeah, yeah, no, let me just play the beginning of this song and uh, that'll get us way on board. Just amped up. I'm into country. This is the this is the summer country, 2012, a country summer. Let's start off the podcast right with this. Let's roll the windows down. To the- <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to go, baby. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Let's Sub- talk science, I'm motherfucker. I'm, I'm ready now. I got my reckless by Alabama. We plans. just went explicit. Let's roll the window down, turn the radio up. Something. Brooks is Brooks' summer of country. country, dude. 2012 country summer. Two zero one two. You know what? This is the this is our first summer podcast. Although I guess we have four days until the um, solstice. But uh, I don't know if listeners know this. Sometimes we backlog episodes, so we have not been together in three or four weeks to do yeah. this. Yeah, it's been. I thought we. Why don't we catch up? What we've been up to? What have you been doing for most of June? Uh, 
I, myself, sure. Brooks, uh, I uh, have just been being sad over stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm, most mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, fickle mistress, good. fickle mistress. A lot of time, a lot of, lot of sadness so far in June for my stand-up comedy career. Uh, other than that, going to a lot of pools and beaches Excellent. and I like that. blasting country music. <laughs> I got a boom box that I took from, I had a terrible stand-up show at a college in Redlands, and I was like, okay, you did a terrible job of putting the show together. I'm stealing this boom box here. <laughs> It's a really nice boombox, and I took it, and I play only country on it, and it's great. That you stole fair. a boombox? Yeah, I took a boombox. I'll admit that. Yep. I stole a boombox. But, I mean, they had it coming because the show wasn't good. The show was bad, and it's not like it was a kid's boombox. Like, in the room, it was in the laundry room, and I think that they would, like, listen to it while they did laundry. But it, it didn't. The batteries were dead, so it's clear that they weren't even really yeah. listening to so it. So you put the time and effort. <laughs> you put new batteries in. Right. At that Put point, it's sort of like squatters, right? Like, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Whoever puts batteries in something right. owns you, that you thing. You gave it life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I feel like I adopted a kid that nobody wanted, you know? Yeah. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, that's great. It's like the Hugo robot, you know? You put it back together, breathe life into it. Have you seen Hugo? No one here has seen Hugo. <laughs> I did. I didn't like it. You know, it's a love story to the, to the, to the motion picture. Boy, <laughs> I learned a lot about film. It's a love letter to movies. And how much... Martin Scorsese loves yeah. film. Who doesn't love movies about movies? My girlfriend refused to watch Hugo with me, and I was like, that's fine. It's going to be awesome. And like, I turned it off halfway through because I was like, this movie fucking sucks. Oh, she uh, made the right decision. She made the right decision. Awesome. And she was like, how was Hugo? And I was like, it was great. It's the best movie I ever <laughs> saw. So you good. How did it end? I, I'm not going to ruin it for you. <laughs> did you guys see, I don't, not, not to make it a movie podcast, but I just saw Prometheus and Moonrise Kingdom in the last week. Well, it's a sci-fi adventure. There's science in it. Ooh, so. there oh, go. that's true. That I'm going to see it. That's My Boy as soon as we're done recording this. <laughs> and there's no irony in that <laughs> at all. He's there's, going to see it to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm into country this summer. I'm into Adam Sandler. I'm just, I'm really, oh, man. it's going to be great. That's My Boy is going to be funny. Oh, it's just, it's just, just the summer of turning off the, the prefrontal uh, what, yeah. the part of the brain that could, right. whatever. That part of the brain is, yeah, yeah. Prefrontal, that sounds about I like prefrontal cortex. Tony, Tony, how's your your June 2012 coming? Oh, boy, you know, uh, living, loving, uh, getting my life together, getting rid of the stuff I don't need. That's what you uh, like holding that. on to what I love it's and the people clean. that love me. I think about once every few months I try to get my life together. I think like every few months I'm like, I got to pull it together. Yeah. My girlfriend helped me clean my place and we threw out so much stuff and I just feel so much better. Oh, about good for it. you. Yeah. yeah. Here's my, co- yeah. my completed Andy, task of the day. You- I just sorted my t-shirt drawer and I realized, listen, 30 of these are never going to get worn. They're just hey, taking I'll take up them. space. You want them? I love t-shirts. I have them, yeah. I like t-shirts too. I save all t-shirts because I see pictures of like my dad when he was my age wearing really really cool t-shirts and I'm like what happened to the t-shirt and he's like I don't know, just threw it away what the hell I'm always keeping t-shirts to give well, yeah but most I, of us are wearing t-shirts now that are like 20 years old that's kind of true thing, right? it's not about what's on the t-shirts these are poorly made t-shirts like the cuts are bad like a mm. lot of them they've shrunk to the point that they're like midriff shirts Ooh, now I can, yeah I can I like that I like out. a shirt that makes my pecs pop I want like uh, me too. I'm wearing one, but oh. I want it to be long enough to cover my navel. I there want that to happen. So the ones that are short, they do come in handy for layering, but I don't layer that often. So it's you know because they go. have some cool colors to them. But Andy, what have you been doing? You've been Funny gone. You should ask. I was actually out of uh, the state for the last three weeks mm, doing brain, doing brain. comedy. But I was doing like the lowest rung comedy. I was oh, doing. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, uh, the trip started off with a great show. I got to open for Reggie Watts at this big theater show. Oh, Reginald Watts, name dropper. Hey, why don't you Watts. get 
Why don't you have him on the podcast? Him and uh, also Robert Plant that you claim that you could get on the podcast. <laughs> First of all, okay, Robert Plant might not be doable, but it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Reggie Watts, that's very doable. Well, then let's we have can, him on. That sounds well, fun. Yeah, get him. We'll see you the next time he's in town. Is I don't he know. a scientist? Uh, he's a, he drops, he's, he drops he's, science. He's I a think. sound so, of science, science kind of guy. Yeah, I like that. Scientific. All right, so you open for open big for hair, Reggie. Watts. And actually, I know you hate hearing stories about the hippie girl, but uh, this is a real quick one. She was in Portland and pregnant hippie girl. You may mm, remember yeah. from Jason Nash's episode. Um, and she'd never seen me do stand up. She asked if I could put her on on the list for a comp ticket. So I did. <laughs> and then during Reggie's set, I've already gone up, and it's like a thousand people. It's sold out. Like. Everyone does well. Like I'm yeah. not, not going. I'm not bragging when I say that you know you can do no wrong in those kind of rooms. So I had a good set. Well, I don't know, you could probably do pretty wrong. Yeah, you can. We but, but you know what I mean. Fault. Like I could have. I could have. We could have really out some things we didn't yeah, like. Yeah. But you know those kind of rooms where like they came for comedy. It's yeah. a hot crowd. Okay. okay. So she comes up to me afterwards and just says, "Hey," and there's just a silence. I'm like, "Hey," and then I finally like I'm not going to ask, but I just said, "Oh, when did you get here?" She's like, "Oh, a little while ago." Okay. Um. Did you did you get here in time to see me and and Ron Funches who went up first? Yep. Oh, she didn't like you at all. <laughs> oh wow, that's it. That's Usually, so if, if I go see a friend and I didn't care for how they did, I'll leave so I don't have to see him. But no, I'll text I'll, him and said, but, "Hey, you did well." I'll always say good set, even if you bombed. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, good set, dude." I'll, I'll like if you bombed. My way of saying, "Hey, you bombed," is I was on board with it. Hey. I yeah. thought you were great. Yeah. But I mean, there's no two ways about it. You couldn't have watched that and been like cringy. You couldn't have watched it and thought it went badly. So it's and, and it's also not like you have to be a comedy insider to know it's polite when you just see someone do something to say good job, a token Dude, good job. Right. But I didn't fish for it. I was just fine with the silence. But I'm like, oh, so you didn't even thank me for the tickets? You're just going to like the only thing worse than that would be if she said, well, it sure looked like you were having fun up there. Like, that's the only yeah. thing Do you that'd think be worse. she listens to this podcast? Because oh, I hope so. She'll know now. Jesus, but hey, seriously, what a hey, fuck! Let what a Andy fuck know. Is, right? Let Andy know that he did a good job. It's not. It's hey. not like I need it. I don't need it. I know how I did. I'm just saying for her to do that. It's an. He it's wanted a choice. to thank you. She made a choice. You really wanted to thank. She you. knew it was a power play. So, yep. so then after the Reggie show, went out and did uh, two weeks of triple runs, which are the sort of like uh, the, the drive 500 miles, drive. do a drunk bar show, drive 400 <laughs> miles. You got a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you make a hundred dollars a day, spend fifty on gas, driving to Lewiston, Idaho. Um, that was the low point of the trip because who were you on this run with? Uh, the first week with Arlo Stone, a Northwest comic, and the second week with Mike Wally Walter, both in Northwest comics. Cool. But, mm. but the second week, uh, Lewiston, Idaho, low point. There were no rooms available except for this annex in the in the parking lot of the Red Line. All they had were smoking rooms, Ugh. and my room was not only smoking but like cigarette burns on the upholstery. Like I left the window open for five hours, didn't help. I bought some Febreze and spent 10 minutes spraying the whole room. Oh, man. But everything in my bags reeked of smoke for the rest of the trip. Jesus. Like, it was the worst. Do your listeners know that Andy Wood, is a, he's a healthy-looking man. Yeah, but I mean, Does the thing is, want to be around even smoke. if you like to smoke, uh-huh. no one would have wanted, no one would have gone into this room and be like, yeah, this is where I want to spend my night. <laughs> <laughs> even smokers want to, like, you have smoked the smoke any of the away. things in the room. Well, if, so, if, like, a smoker came into that room and, and, like, opens up the door, this is what comes into his head. Hey, it's smoking time. Smoke if you got them. Let's get reckless tonight. I, also, I couldn't figure out the, the ottoman had like eight different cigarette burns, which I couldn't figure out because like one cigarette burn would be like, oh, I accidentally dropped my cigarette, but eight 
would be like the Ottoman owes you money or something, or, <laughs> or it knows where the microfilm is. Like, that sounds like one of those rooms that had the thing, the coin-operated shaky bed. Oh, you know what? That's all it was missing. Yeah, it had a CRT TV. Oh, damn it. I thought you were going to say it had it. All right. That would be awesome. So you did two weeks of stand-up comedy. Three around, weeks. Uh, three weeks around the country. Oh, then um, I drove a thousand miles alone yesterday back from Portland. That's oh, a delight. Jesus. That's always fucking great. Oh, yeah. gosh. That, I mean, I had a tiny amount of that. Like, going there is fun, but then the coming home, like, I carried the boom box down to the beach today, and it was, like, really tiresome on my arm, but I didn't care because I was going to You should have put it up over your head. That John Cusack taught us that. Well, it's, I care. I lock put out it, the elbows. It's easier to put carry. put it on my shoulder for a little bit for the cool factor and actually kind of uh, relax the arm is nice and like I was like that's fine that's fine but then the walk back to the car where I got to carry that boombox not as fun no uh, really, a drive really like fun. that you you reevaluate your life a lot oh Ryan. my head it was one of the worst <laughs> days of my year yeah it was oh my god <laughs> right I think I reevaluated my life every thousand miles on the drive out from Chicago to LA I was LA. talking to myself just, everything would change because I didn't leave till 1pm <laughs> right every thousand miles like oh I'm going to do this instead when I, drove oh, I made from, so many resolutions so many resolutions really yeah. I, when I drove out from Iowa I listened to uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows that's all I did <laughs> so I really tuned out for a good part of the country did okay. you guys? Did you take your time when you? Or, Not really. I kind of just cruised here. I stayed in Denver a night. I stayed in Vegas a night. Yeah, I just I was making such good time. That's all it became. <laughs> my focus was I'm making really great time, and I just want to oh, just yeah. keep coming as fast as I could. That's the only thing. Like now, for some, like I I love podcasts, but even after three weeks of them, I don't even want to listen to podcasts. Like all I wanted to do was talk to a human, and it was Saturday night, so all my friends aren't picking up the phone. So I'm just uh, I'm talking to myself, and then <laughs> I eventually start playing the game of constantly refreshing the directions on my. The directions are get on I five, drive 965 miles. Well, and you arrive. thought maybe they'd throw you for a loop. At no, but point. my thing was like it would. I would look at what the iPhone was predicting as far as how long it should take me, and then figure out if I'm beating the iPhone's prediction. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so it's like I was racing nobody, but I made it here in 14 and a half hours, 965 miles. That's, that's good time. Good. Dang, that's a, that's good time. That's good time. You, le- you good leave time. at 1 p.m. That means you're rolling in at 3:30, and that's not that much. Fun. Everybody just like my brother turned into a, a dad. He's got a two year old now, and he's like, I never realized how important good time is. Like, right? he's all about making good time. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, had the came, worst then vacation. I came back and, and wasted two hours doing. I, I came back and then I went to Taco Bell. Like, I wasn't like in a rush to go to bed. I just came back and wasted more time. I didn't oh, need that funny. time. On the we should be enjoying the journey when we're driving. But all I care about now is getting there fast. You want to make I that time. Be. You should be enjoying the journey through the Central Valley at two a.m. alone. You could have. Yeah. You could have called. What me. An I would have put you on speakerphone. You would have talked to I me. I, I was blasting you. country music on my roof last night. That would have helped me. Also. Really loud. Like what kind of music? What kind of music? Yeah, uh, let, uh, let me just kind of just show you real quick here. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're saying I could have been hearing this through your phone, through my phone. Yeah. Oh, that would have been the perfect Sonic experience. Windows down. Here's, here's the ba- I played this trick on the party last night. I, I started playing this song. Really gets everybody excited. They think they're going to hear Warren's Yvonne. <laughs> and then Kid Rock kicks in. Oh. And it really Oh, what a letdown. People are like, oh, yeah, I love this song. This song's great. What? Wait, is it Wait, just... it shouldn't it have kicked in by now? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is sacrilegious. It's a, it's a combination of Sweet Home Alabama and Werewolves my Alive. Was short, my hair was long. And then they're like, Wait, what the fuck is that, Brooks? Like, and I'm like, It's Kid Rock all summer long, baby. Uh... Somewhere between a boy and man. I love that. You watch. You want to have a fucking good time? Look up the music video to that. 
It's the best. It's just kids rock pool parties blasting around in a boat around Throwing Lake midgets. Michigan or some lake, and like with a with a fucking uh, American flag on the back and a Detroit Tigers hat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It looks Eight awesome. Miles. That, you know, I'm from Michigan, and I could not care less. <laughs> Fuck you. You're out of here. Let's get I into love, science. I we love really lakes. Meandered. I love boats. Science. Let's do some science. Sure, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, but let's get Tony's background in science. We kind of glanced over it. Tony, what is your life in science? Uh, so I have a double major in oh. molecular and marine biology with a minor in chemistry. Marine wow. and mo- molecular and marine biology and chemistry. So, and I went to graduate school for a year to further my marine biology, but I dropped out when I realized I didn't want to do that. For that yeah, time. that's why I didn't get my master's because I was like, it's just more I have to throw away. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just picking up more things I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But it was int- I did actually. I used it right out of college. I got hired at a, a aquarium company to be an aquarium biologist. You can't see me doing air quotes, but. Uh, and then I worked. You were with, doing them with the, your ring finger and pinky, which I've never right? seen. You're still holding the mic, yeah, doing uh, the so underused fingers. It's like your finger quotes. banging a ghost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I work with sea turtles. I lived in Grand Cayman, and I ran an aquarium there. What? Like mm-hmm. Cayman That's Islands? Awesome. So that was the marine biology part, and then I went. Wait, how to did you Chicago. get that job? Did they hire at your college? Uh, no, it was through the company that I was working, uh, doing the aquarium biology stuff in Fort Lauderdale. And then we built an aquarium in Grand Cayman. And they needed someone to run it. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. That's fucking awesome. I've never heard of that as a job. That's, so I oh, lived man. down in Grand Cayman, Georgetown for a year. Nice. It's pretty great. That's, is that a protectorate? What's that considered? Is that part of the U.S.? Oh, That's you know a what? British colony. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This goes British West Indies. so well into uh, what uh, one of my topics today about Australia basically turning all the water around Australia into a preserve. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Just this tasty be, jelly. It's a great idea. Hold on. I got to look up. Um, I had it. God dang it. I got this fucking robot thing that you sent me, Andy. Uh, Andy, you go <laughs> You're first. You're going to love it. Like okay. This well, this is also uh, biology related, but there's a study that was recently done um, showing that breast milk can kill <laughs> HIV and block the oral transmission of it in humanized mice. So first of all, you might be wondering what a humanized mouse oh, is. You know, human mice. Yeah. So feeding... They call these mice BLT mice um, because they're created by introducing human bone marrow, this would be liver and thymus tissues, into animals without an immune system of their own. I don't know how the mice are removed of their own, are uh, disavowed of their immune system, but um, humanized BLT mice have a fully functioning human immune system, and they can be infected with HIV in the same manner as humans. Yes! Fist pump. So um, they can use these mice to... um, they can give them HIV all kinds of ways. They've introduced the receptors for I, again, HIV. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a biologist. I don't know much about biology. So that's what they would have done. That, that's what giving them the BLT would have done is giving mm-hmm. them the ability. But they found that, I guess, that there's These been a lot of- sound so good. There's been a lot of back Delicious. and forth about breast milk and HIV, because you can get HIV from breast milk if your mother has- Right. If the breast milk uh, has HIV. But evidently, if you give these mice HIV-negative breast milk- it sets them up to be uh, to have a better defense against later oral transmission of HIV. In oh. fact, it's like a hundred percent effective. So they do develop antibodies based on. I, is that what happens? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it didn't specifically say anything about antibodies, but it just said that yeah, once you have that, that HIV negative breast milk helps protect you 
from future oral transmission. Right. So, so I, I don't know. Obviously, what the, then their body is doing something creative, creating antibodies to fight it, even though it probably. Why can't would it fight? Keep, it's not getting any HIV at all. It's just getting breast milk. But it said negative. Oh, I thought it was like there was like a weakened or dead version. No, of no, HIV. no. If you if you get breast milk that's totally clear from HIV, no. it sets you up to be protected if you're then given. So I guess the solution would, in humans would be like if you're. If your parent has H, you got a nurse from a non-HIV mother first, and then you're protected from your well, own. Well, who's purposely drinking also HIV? I don't milk. know what's going. Like we're just really doing science on babies. Like give that baby a little a uh, little AIDS milk. See if this these works. are mice. It's all mice. But this is the weirdest thing. So Hold the AIDS. They said the researchers oh. studied the effectiveness effectiveness of pre-exposure prophylaxis with antiretroviral medication for oral transmission of HIV. Um, they had previously shown that that pre-exposure prophylaxis is effective against intravenous, vaginal, and rectal transmission of HIV in, hu- mm. in humanized BLT mice. Oh. So they'd already given these mice HIV intravenously, rectally, and vaginally. <laughs> so that's somebody's job is to, to stick give... something up a mice's ass, a mouse's ass. Yeah. What'd you do at work today? Just gave so many mice gay AIDS. <laughs> if my fingers could talk. So yeah, that. uh, So I I guess. So what's the gist of that story? They're just just saying it it has because these mice have exactly the same uh, manner of of receiving the virus as humans. It's 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 directly analogous to how we could try to fight transmission. It's it's a big epidemic that breast milk does transmit Mm -hmm. HIV to a lot of newborns. So um, I guess if they're given HIV negative milk first, it could help them be protected against getting later oral transmission. I think if you have HIV and you know it. Just don't breastfeed. Just don't. I don't think this is like people that have tons. I mean, I think this is probably like an issue in areas where it's where HIV is still an epidemic. You know, right. like sub-Saharan Africa. Africa. Yeah. So they just said. Um, so these, they should these just latest send a lot findings, of those mice over there. Then exactly, yeah. they'll get all the AIDS. <laughs> Give it. A, feed the mice. These mice uh, take all the AIDS. <laughs> We're gonna throw some mice at this problem. There we go. They said that um, no child should ever be infected with HIV because it's breastfed. No. Breastfeeding provides critical nutrition and protection from other infections, especially where clean water for infant formula is scarce. And understanding how HIV is transmitted to infants and children despite the protective effects of milk will help us close this mm. important door to the spread of AIDS. Yikes. What if they would have said, some kids deserve it? You know what? Uh, <laughs> some of them are asking for it. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um, so those type of mice, they're actually they're made by introducing, I think, those genes... Uh, like it's like uh, gene therapy that like kind of when they're embryos they inject the those genes in and then they crossbreed them and then they develop the strain of them right I get it. all it says is that they're created by Brooks, introducing human right. bone marrow liver and thymus tissues so, that sounds right I don't know I, I don't know do, how they do it I'm but. not a ton of like biology I mean I took biology and mm. human physiology and stuff but uh, biomedical biggest... engineering is mostly just like uh, mm. I took all like mechanical engineering oh. stuff but put into like. Uh, a lot of I did like um, like fluid mechanics, but with mm. expanding bodies. Like that's what. Oh, okay. Because I worked in cardiovascular biomechanics, oh, so it's just like blood like flow. That. Could you ever do anything with prosthetics? Because you have mechanical. Well, stuff that's and... what uh, initially I was going to be a prosthetics practitioner, and you go to three more years of uh, graduate school, either at like. Um, I think it was Georgia Tech was one, and then there was, like, Central Michigan was the other one. Central and then uh, I really wanted to do that. I thought it'd be cool. Like, you get to kind of be a doctor and actually help people and shit. And you can help um, out if Herbie Hancock has another video he wants right? to make. You and then, uh, but then I had the whole, the whole realization, I don't want to do this. I want to do comedy. I don't want to go <laughs> right. do three more years of school. Yeah. I did a lot of hiding. Oh, when I worked in a lab, I, hi- I hid 
I hit a lot. Oh, really? Like I would just like you couldn't find <laughs> you couldn't find me for a good part of the day because I'd like oh, grab man. the the red eye in Chicago and uh, I would just like go and do crossword puzzles or Sudoku. <laughs> my my thing was just getting a huge thing of water. I just drinking it constantly, so I'd always just have to go to the bathroom. You just, can just to go hang out in the bathroom. Yeah, I took a yeah, lot of bathroom yeah. breaks. Yeah, but it's also good for you to have a lot I of think, water. I think the first day I started my new job, I tweeted uh, uh, my first uh, bathroom break at my new job. Gonna get real used to this. Like, I forget. It, you know what? Let's cancel what I just said out of the uh, podcast. <laughs> Canceled. Done. Just, Canceled. just a setup to a tweet that didn't work. Right. <laughs> then or now, no retweets, no favorites. <laughs> oh, there's no sound more deafening than the silence of a tweet that just is sent out with nothing. Right. Oh, no response. Just jettisoned off into the atmosphere. Uh, it makes me want to delete it. <laughs> oh, oh, I do delete it. Right. Well, no bad? one liked this. I must delete it. <laughs> Ah, so dumb. Twitter Sometimes, like when I when I get nothing, I have to tell myself, "No, Brooks, you're right. They're wrong. This is funny, <laughs> right? That's the word. I always love it when you're telling a joke to a fellow comic, and they're like, "Oh, I love that." When they reference some joke that they love that on paper sounds good, that's just never worked on stage. You're like, yeah, it's, it's that kind of joke where the premise sounds funny and then mm-hmm. no audience ever goes with it. I did. I bombed so hard on Monday. I did 15 minutes of premises. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's good. It was Don't terrible. It's half a comedy. <laughs> oh, man. I was just like, I went up. I was like, I'm going to do all new material tonight. I went up just with these premises and nothing came out of it. Like people were like visible, like angry. Like they're mad. Like what the fuck? Were you just making a gesture at no, the end? No, they were just. The they end, like, left empty. They were like, "All right, what's the rest of it?" You're like, "I you're don't just, know." You're just like nodding. You're like, "You see where this goes." It was right after right? the king. Right after the kings won, and like they basically turned off the celebration to be like, "Stand up, comedy, everybody, surprise!" Well, give us one premise. Uh, well, the one that actually kind of worked was w- when you order. No, don't um, give us one that worked. Give us. <laughs> I can't one think of the other ones. Didn't... though. I don't have. Re- I only remember the one that worked about how if you get uh, takeout from Applebee's and they put two, like any time a place you're, you're ordering for one, but they give you two things of silverware. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do this alone, man. Like that's that's the premise. Okay, and it kind of worked. And then what? what what's the? Where's the Let's payoff? Diagram this. The payoff is where... just it, the payoff went into like uh, right. I'm getting that's the payoff. I'm getting takeout for Applebee's. Okay, I'm not fucking with anybody. I'm not, nobody is with me in this life. Okay, I'm going to Applebee's for takeout. I love it. Well, fucking loser. I don't have friends right. Uh, Listen, run with that one, I baby. Think the, run with it. I think comics are probably the highest percentage of people in the world that. Uh, fully embrace doing all kinds of activities alone that you're not supposed to do alone. Right. Whether it's like going to see a movie alone or on the road or eating in a restaurant with no shame at a table for six that's only got you at it. Or- right. Oh, man. Yeah, my girlfriend... No, we all she- do it, right? Right? Yeah. It's not just me. Well, like, my, girl- please, my girlfriend please? can't go eat at a restaurant alone. I love it. I love I don't love... Alone. I love the movie alone. Restaurant alone, I do feel a little weird. Oh, I kind of like it. real restaurant alone? I kind of like it. Yeah, I like the movie alone. Like the buffet? I don't like the movie alone. I'll never do a movie alone. What? Can't do a movie alone. Oh, Who am I going to talk to about the, the movie? It's the best. Mm. Oh, you just feel no obligation to... I mean, I guess it's a little bit selfish, but like... You can see what you want to see. You, you, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just Guys, the most I, freeing. Okay, let's go to the next science Let's do it. Topic. Did you find yours? I found the one nice. that Tony Sam will love. Australia to create world's largest marine parks. That's a good they idea. They are um, basically 
protecting one third of Australian waters. So thirty three point three with a line over it percent is what we're talking right. about here. How many? What stretch of miles of the Great Barrier Reef? One point two million square miles will be protected. Um, the Great Barrier Reef. The Great Barrier Reef. The Reef. I love the Reef. We should say the Reef. We got you, baby. Burn. Yeah, burn. Brooks burn. Australia is is protecting the Great Barrier Reef with. 3.1 million square kilometers. Dr. Fudd, Dr. Fudd, question, question, Dr. Fudd. Oh, uh, yes. What would you like to hear? Yes. Uh, fuck no, you. I think how, how many square miles? I think that's miles? great. I think it's, uh, it's great, but I, I mean, obviously, that's not the only problem. It's, you know, climate change and the rising temperatures. Of the ocean. Yeah, that's true, but this is great. And they're just going to, they're going to stop people from, um, you can't Poaching and fish, search down. for oil, look for gas exploration. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's great. It's very good. Uh, and Australia has like the dive? most. Are they doing a lot of drilling? Yeah, I do. But are they doing no, a lot? No, I mean, of... like, can one still scoop? Sorry. Yes, of course you could. You <laughs> Tony, just... you scuba it's dive. A, it's a no touch, no take. You scuba thing. dive all over the place, right? I do. Where Where's top three places to scuba dive? Uh, uh, you go first. <laughs> and uh, then we'll me, come. Uh, I'll tell you where I have scuba divin. Grand scuba divin. Scuba divin in a scuba divin. On the weef. I scuba divin on the weef. I scuba divin on the Grand Cayman, in, uh, at least when I was there, it was before a lot of hurricanes had come yeah, through. Yeah, I heard since that Grand Cayman's gotten a little, he's gotten full of himself, and now he dresses <laughs> weird. And it's not the same guy. I mean, it was first great. of all, calling it Grand, a little fucking. Oh, yeah. It's Grand with an E at okay, the end. Uh, so, <laughs> Grand Cayman, number one. Uh, Belize was uh, also great. Jesus, you've been. Uh, you, were you were you like a big parrot head in this phase of your life? Like, no, you know it's weird. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, going to school in South Florida, uh, everyone I did go to school with was, and I cannot oh. stand Jimmy Buffett. It's a little insufferable. It's yeah. the worst. And there's you, a channel on my series rated like Margaritaville, and I don't know who would want to listen to that all day. <laughs> There's when, no, there's, when there's Cabo Wabo Fins to the, the left, the cheeseburgers to the right. <laughs> there's a cheeseburger swimming around. Oh, er, 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 er. oh my there's god. No, there's no Jimmy Buffett on my summer country mix, I'll tell you that much. That doesn't count as country. Oh my god, it's That's the like worst. Calypso combined with uh, Frat Rock. I don't know what the that is. The best is in Key West. They, he, or I think there's a few places. There's even one in Vegas. He made restaurants. Oh, I've eaten at I've been uh, asked to leave a Margaritaville oh. before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's did, in you Vegas. Bl- did you blow out your flip flop? Because they don't stand for that. They don't have, like. <laughs> no, I was just. Uh, I brought like in Vegas. I just like the first time I went there, I was like, "You can bring alcohol anywhere," and I didn't know that didn't mean you can just take pools <laughs> out of another. a bottle of vodka at your Margaritaville table. Oh my! <laughs> that you God. brought in not, that not I had brought in that, brought in that I brought in in a backpack. It's yeah. like embracing the worst parts of like South Florida culture <laughs> and just singing about it all day. It's so worth it. It's almost so on the nose that I'm surprised. It's kind of like you, you hear that nobody in Australia drinks Fosters, no one in Mexico drinks Corona. It's like this is supposed to be marketed to the cold states so they can have this fantasy about right. what people do where it's warm. But you assume in but, Florida, no one's like no one's actually. I actually into it. Think a lot of people down there do love it. I, I guess and it just, yeah, to me it was just so distasteful. Um, I like Phil Vassar. He's my new favorite for the for the country summer tune. This is <laughs> his, this is his six pack summer. It starts off. It reminds me of this. It starts off with him cracking open a beer. It's fucking great. Do you hear the beer? Yeah, coming? yeah, you can hear it. What if he said no? You just take him at his word that he opened a beer. <laughs> That's how this. Yeah, you. Can I hear just it. opened a beer. You've got to believe. Jimmy Buffett's one of those fags. Uh, 
And the best of Jimmy Buffett. Phil Vassar. I'm naming my firstborn Phil on this song. Don't. Until they pull Whoa. the plug. Until they pry it out of my cold dead hand. <laughs> this part's the best. It's just Take with me the chorus. Of life support. Shit, red, white, and blue. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, he's I gonna, hope I die listening he's to Phil Vassar's. He's going to drink a whole six pack Phil this Vassar's summer, song. or what's the? <laughs> I don't wow. know. Because What'd you do last summer? I drank a whole oh, yeah. six pack. Took yeah, a, a six while. pack summer. That it should be a thirty pack summer because that's, that's the what's kind of activities table. are happening when you're listening to Phil Vassar. By the way, speak, <laughs> speaking of summertime beers, uh, this this is a this is a beer for all all seasons. But uh, I'm going to recommend. I don't know. We're not sponsored Cereza by them yet. Caguama. Cerveza Caguama, the turtle beer, is from uh, San Salvador, El Salvador. Tortuga. Tortuga. Uh, let me, this is the let me best crack beer one of those value. open. Turn the radio up. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh. What, what's the song that's ripping off? It's Turn ripping the radio off up. Full of sweet sound. Yeah. Hold me close. Fuck never you, Phil let Vassar. me go. Nobody, no, Phil Vassar. Keep the spirit alive. Let me lose control. I took the boombox to the beach day and pl- played the shit out of Phil Vassar. <laughs> That's oh, that a real. That actually that sounded real professional. One. Let me Man, try that. The, I do want to make every song start with that. Oh, that was, that was fucking Now nice. you turn to the, the, uh, the Bob and Cag- Doug McKenzie. Cerveza But seriously, this, thir- this, 30, this 30 pack, fifty ninety nine at Albertsons. I highly recommend it. That's F- a great fi- summer deal. 50 cents a beer. Oh, today's podcast brought to you by Cerveza Coquama. Okay, so a st- <laughs> top and your number three place to go scuba diving. Besides Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in Las Vegas, <laughs> I, w- I went scuba diving uh, right into a margarita there. <laughs> all right. Well, now it's not just about like the reefs. If you're going by reefs, those I are believe the plural was Reeves. <laughs> Car- Sorry, <laughs> the Christopher Reeves. Yes. Uh, I also I really want to do uh, this. Like so, this won't be my third, but I want to do Guatemala Island off the the Baja Peninsula. It's where you can go diving with great whites. Oh, oh, shit. It's smart. like 180 There's miles like tiger off the sharks coast. over there, right? Uh, Hammerheads. Well, specifically, you're, that's more probably uh, uh, I the there Galapagos. Are, I thought that there were hammerhead sharks in the uh, Gulf of California. I could be wrong. Uh, I feel yeah, like, I feel like hammerheads, are. those are like a George Lucas creation. They probably Those are. don't really exist. Uh, I did Cabo. Uh, uh, at, I have uh, zoo books on them. They're real. I did Cabo okay. at New Year's. That was pretty great. But I guess my third would probably be, I'd say... Off of Brisbane, like the the oh, barrier, cool. the barrier nice. reef there. And my girlfriend went scuba diving there the summer that I went spite diving. No, oh, that's right. Spite uh, <laughs> dive. She. Uh, it was a skydive, not a scuba, though, right? Yeah, I was. I went. She wanted to go skydiving, and I was always against it. And then she's like, "I'm going to Australia for the summer." And I was like, "That's fun. I'm going to skydiving when you're gone." And I went skydiving, and I. And I, I called her, and I was like, "How's Australia?" Just went skydiving, like just uh, so mean. Real rough. That's Good. when I lived in Chicago. So did you ever do scuba you, diving? No, I did. I took. I. I was. Uh, do you scuba? I took my certification class one scuba? summer because I think it was included with. It was like a free college. thing in my college. Yeah. If you did the summer program, I don't know. So I, I got certified, but this is in so like you upstate probably New York. Go again. Like you should get I think, re-certified. I think Ninety-seven, I got certified. I'm guessing it's expired. But uh, the only place we could we could practice was in Cayuga Lake, right? Or a in quarry upstate New York, in Illinois. They do it, and all. there was nothing. There's nothing in that lake. There's nothing to see. 
but it's deep enough you can go down to the depths and take the test. So it's like that's all I've done. Aside from that, I've snorkeled in cool. I snorkeled in Barbados before I got my ah, license. Oh, Barbados. 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 Sí, Barbados. Um, drink, be thirsty, my friend. So Australia, <laughs> Australia, no, saving the waters, good or bad thing? Oh, I mean, obviously, it's I'm good. I'm on board. I'm on board. I think I, I think, think that needs to be done uh, in the flo- like the whole. I think the flow the whole Florida Keys are a marine sanctuary. I say fuck them, mm-hmm. but. I mean, the big problem with the Florida Keys is that... Uh, oh, I snorkeled in the Keys, too. That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. But the problem there is that it's not that people are living there. I guess it's, what do you do with all the wastewater? It goes right... All their wastewater goes right into the ocean right there. Without, That's a, what, without a treatment facility, you mean? Or there, right. There's treatment? Their drains go directly... Every drain no. goes directly Oof. onto the reef. But in, there must be a sewage treatment facility not in on the Key West. That's impossible. I don't, you know what? I just realized BP should have paid off Jimmy Buffett for that oil spill, and just Jimmy Buffett did it, and because those people would be okay with it, they'd be like, "Oh, as long as it's Jimmy, <laughs> we can't be mad at Jimmy Buffett." He was asleep at the wheel. He yeah, was just yeah. I'm sorry, gang. Too many. Sorry, gang. <laughs> no, it's not impossible. What's not? I impossible? just want you to know, it's not impossible. But the so, sewage goes straight. A lot out of those homes the... are so old that uh, it's just a hole they're, in the ground. Well, they're plumbing systems have just the water just leaks in the groundwater okay, and then yeah. the yeah. groundwater just goes right into the, the water that, table. That, Key West is an interesting place because if you haven't been there you assume I mean everything down there just sounds tropical by nature so you think it's like beautiful beaches but Key West has no beaches. Well the water's so shallow you really can't swim. Yeah. The, 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 all, the, all there is in Key West is like Ernest Hemingway lookalikes and drinking. It's just the cats it's with drinking. 20 toes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those? No. My friend moved to Key West and is a bartender there now. And That's he all there is hog heads. drinking. I don't know. He loves Hog's the breath or something. There was, I remember there was a liquor store called Lost because we went, our swim team did our training trip two years in a row there um, because there's no temptation. Well, I don't, I don't know why we picked that place. I guess it's like the farthest south you can go and still be in the U.S. But, uh, you know, so you want to be warm because you're training in December. Right. But it's expensive to fly out of the country. So we went there and just trained at some local college's pool. But... Yeah, there's nothing to do except just drink your face off. Like, so we just go to the the Lost That's Weekend liquor store. That's most of America. No, but if you're going somewhere warm, you think, oh, we're going to hang out in the sun on the beach. It's like, no, all there is is this one strip of bars and and dudes in white beards. Well, yeah. I got island fever pretty bad in Grand Cayman, like because if I'd have lived in Key West, I could have just drove up to Miami or something. But in Grand Cayman, I was. It's 26 square miles, and you're trapped. Oh, I didn't know it was that small. In the middle of nowhere. It's, yeah, it's smaller where's it, than... Where's it at on, a, on an atlas? It's uh, below Cuba, and it's 90... I think it's 90 miles south of Cuba, and okay. then it's 150 miles west of Jamaica. Okay. Oh. Sounds pretty cool. Really tiny. Uh, yeah, tiny. I can I can totally understand that. I get, like, cabin fever when I go camping for three days. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I was just, it, like, going out of my, my mind. I get it in my Saturn for um, 14 hours. The, uh... The other thing about the the well, the Australia story is I go out to Catalina a lot, and I was reading something there that that bay uh, by Avalon right there is one of the most polluted waters around here because really? the the plumbing systems of those all the houses that are on the island there's no treatment there's yeah, no treatment that makes sense. those are all seeping into the groundwater too and it's all going in there so yeah. you're swimming in literally just piss and shit water. I found out that uh, Wrigley from Chicago, he like yeah. owned Catalina. That's where the Cubs used really? to practice. Yeah, the Cubs uh, summer um, spring training was on Catalina Island till like 56. Yeah, I think the, the facilities are still there. Yeah, pretty. All, I, was, I think all that place has is just that giant circular uh, The theater. casino. They, they call it a casino, but there's no gambling. It's right. so weird, yeah. Well, 
I don't think casino, the traditional sense of the word, means no, gambling. Maybe it means, yeah, it's one of those words that has... A gathering place. Uh, sure. Speaking of the coast, um, <laughs> we'll get to the next topic real quick, but uh, I forgot to mention when I was driving up to Portland, I stopped along the way. I was planning to surf, and there's been no surf at all. Um, but I went to San Luis Obispo. You ever guys ever go there? Mm-hmm. I know where mm-hmm. it's at. Mm-hmm. I love that place. Um, and I still, I'm 35 years old now, and I guess the last time I drove through there, I stayed at the youth hostel, and I was like, this is kind of a cool thing because you get to like meet new people it's not just a hotel where you're just you know on your own and i realized oh, i know I'm, I'm too old to stay in a youth hostel i'm too old to meet right i stayed i stayed in like a, a room with with uh 10 beds bunk beds like five bunk beds with doubles and it was a co-ed room and there were like three 20 something british Ugh. girls in the room and you think that that sounds on paper it sounds cool but i was just terrified I'm like oh what if I snore or fart in my sleep? Right. Like I just don't want to. I should just. I don't know how anyone does that. Like travels through Europe. Like I is now. I'm as 35. an adult. Yeah, yeah I'd be I mean, like. That I did it ten years me. ago, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Europe, booking a trip tonight. You're fine. You're good. Where you are you going? Apart, you can do it. It's going fine. to Rome. I like it. I love it. Going to Germany with my girlfriend's family's from that small village. Das ist gut. The village of Germany. Yeah, well, it's like it's like two hours south of Munich or something. Mm. I don't know. And then we're gonna go to a. Oh, Gay Paris. Oh, that sounds oh, great. I think well, I want to go to Paris, too. Come I was with, watching come Anthony with. Bourdain's, uh, what's it, uh, No, no reservations. reservations, and oh. uh, I'm in love Zero with Paris. I want to go. I like history a ton, so I think it's going to be super cool to be in Rome. Rome nice. was my favorite place in Italy. I was there for 20 days. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be really quick. I think we're only going to be in Europe like 10 days. It's a real oh. You can't see it all. Yeah, but I mean, who? I got to go. I still want to go. Fuck you got to yeah. do absinthe in Paris. <laughs> Done. The, the real shit. You know where you should go while you're in Europe, wherever. though? If you go to the UK, you got to look up these British researchers who are creating this robot that can learn simple words Ooh, by conversing segue. with humans. Was that a seamless segue? I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> That's the first one Brooks approves of. Oh, I'm into it. Mostly because we need to keep going. Okay, We've done I know. two topics. I know. We'll go quick. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll go yeah. quick. This one's quick. I mean, it's just a robot that's trying to mimic the way that infants learn speech. It's uh, it's an iCub. I don't know if that's an Apple trademark thing. It's a robot named Dichi that learns basic language by having people talk to it, and it sort of picks up on speech patterns. Mm. I guess it, it, Sounds it, like a it, has a pre, it has a pre-programmed mm. bank of every possible syllable. So I guess it starts off speaking just sort of gibberish. Yeah, you want me to play it's a little a bit of it? Roomba. Well, let me explain a little more first. So... Don't don't play yet. Let me explain. So, um, it's three feet tall. First, first of all, the robot aspect of it's almost unnecessary. It's basically like this should, could just be software, but they built the robot so that the human test subjects that speak to it feel like this connection. They're talking to something that looks like a human. The robot they built looks like. Have you ever seen the Bjork video for All Is Full of Love? <laughs> Where she's this white robot yeah. that's, I think, milk stripping on her. I don't know. It looks like that. It's so pretty... the robot can't do anything. <laughs> no, actually, it reaches towards you the way an infant does. It kind of like opens and closes its 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 fingers as if it's trying to grab what you're holding. Haven't we been and... doing robotics long enough where things they should be able to do more than grab at you, like clumsily but grab that's, at you? It's, it's a language robot. It, it doesn't. It's not supposed to be. Hmm. It's not a, a service protocol droid. That's as the, fair. as they that's is that fair. what C three PO is. <laughs> Um, but I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Um, but so yeah, it learns from what you're saying and then eventually it sort of picks up on which words you're repeating, but it starts off speaking babble phrases like in rain, rain model cross was the example they gave. Sun is not green. It's blue. Good green, but this one isn't green. This one's blue. 
It sounds like a Teletubby. Yeah, I hate it. I don't it like to it. me, it sounds like the language that Jabba the Hutt speaks, where it's just occasionally you hear the word solo, but the rest of it yeah. is just like. solo. Exactly. Right? You wanted me to do it? Right next to the baby robot is Boba Fett. It's like waiting. Like. Hold on. Listen, I brought it's him. He's in carbonite. Goes, hey. I? Oh, I like that little guy a bunch. All right. Uh, but but uh, real quick, I just thought this interesting. Another part of what they're talking about is the reason that um, infants, because uh, this is a good point. They were saying when infants learn words, you would think if it's about the word you hear the most, they would say, they would say words like and or the a lot, but it's always mama or dada first. And um, the reason for that is that the connective tissue of our language, words like at, with, or of, they're spoken in so many different ways that they become diff- difficult for newborns to recognize and differentiate. But then more concrete words like house or blue tend to get spoken in the same way every time. So that's that makes why total those, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not nobody. Well, you mean like like conjunction or uh, also like I'm happy instead of I am happy. No, I just mean like little like just words that are common, but that are spoken in different inflection. Like just little, you know, um, um, conjunctions or, you know. Like well, nobody and. stresses and in right. a sentence. It's they a, just flow over, over it. it. Nobody's like, I talked to uh, Mark and Tommy. Yeah. You, book. But you do the say, book. like, I talked to Mark and Tommy. He was there. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're getting close to the way that infants pick things up with these. I mean, you couldn't hear that from that example. It didn't sound like it was really learning. They put up a shit like a real video. stupid robot. Yeah, that bro- what, But you, you heard how it kept going back to, like, it picked up that red and green e- were important. baby. Yeah. yeah. Robot. Okay. Da, ba, da, ba, da, so da. our next topic is uh, just kind of uh, kind of the uh, um, president uh, CEO of SpaceX, the company who sent the first um, private privately owned shut uh, like a uh, space shuttle to the space station, mm-hmm. the International Space Station. Uh, just came back and now the CEO is riding high like he's like I fucking did it I did it so now he says the next thing he wants um, is humans to colonize Mars so he thinks that we should be a a multi-planet species it's a big jump that's kind of a big jump yeah he he linked up to something that we've been doing for like 30 years but he was the first private company to do it and then he's like and now let's go to Mars he sounds like Tony Stark yeah Oh, you know what? That's that's what we need is like a billionaire playboy superhero Bruce Wayne type to do this kind of stuff who's also going to go. They'll fund it then also be the test subject. Oh, you know what? I just realized. What's his time oh, frame? Um, I think by the end of... Uh, 4032. Co- no, country summer. He said by the end of country summer. <laughs> by the 12th of February? By the end yeah. of a 30 pack. Yeah, but b- before the 30 packs out. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be his six I mean, pack summer sending yeah, the spacecraft think, to Mars. I think everybody's... Vision is, yeah, we'll colonize somewhere else, but like. If by everybody you mean um, Newt Gingrich and this dude. Ridley yeah. Scott. And, but that? interestingly, not the dudes making the new Total Recall movie, which, as I understand, doesn't involve Mars at all. I don't like it. He gave a, he, uh, this guy gave a speech to uh, Caltech, which is cool. Um, I work. Those dudes are smart. Close to Caltech. Um, you got so, something you want to play? No, no, I'm just going to read it. It says, you, he, when he gave the speech to all these engineers graduating, he said, you guys are the magicians of the 21st century. Don't let anything hold you back. Imagination is the limit. Go out there and create some magic. Go out there and create trans-warp drive. Yeah. And like, <laughs> That's the most trite. <laughs> hey, guys, you're magicians. Yeah. Um, Imagineering, engination. Tony, well, were you ever into magic as a child? Oh yeah, I was super into. I had magic. a magic kit. The they gathering. made me used to do it in front of Not the, the family. <laughs> they like, "Hey, bring out your magic kit and perform for everybody," and I would do it like a sap. 
Oh, like, man. Uh, what, what kind of tricks magic. did you do? Oh, it was like this little kit. It was like this box, and it had all these like standard <laughs> tricks in it. It sounds I, so funny. Just like tiny Tony Sam, like, I have some magic to show it you. It was my first dabble into showbiz. Oh, yeah. Did, did it have some nested cups, like a Matroshka doll and then yeah. a ball? And they, yeah, and they the had that, that, kind of, that kind of bullshit yeah. was in there. But it had like stickers that I would put on the black box, and it was like a little suitcase, but it was like... All the places I'd been in the world performing magic. Oh, <laughs> like oh, Paris so, so and Prague and Rome. You remember the Tony Sam tour of 1985? He's yeah. world famous. Yeah, did you have one of those tricks where you put the coin inside of the thing mm-hmm. that looks like a film canister and then put spikes to it? And the first one tilts the coin inside so the rest can all go through. Yeah. And it's all like, the what? There's no tricks. holes in the coin. How did it go through that? Could you, now, can you get into the Magic Castle based on these credentials? Man, they won't let me in. I still got it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You show up with the suitcase. I just go there with a deck of cards. I'm like, hey, let me in. I've been there. It's fun. I want to go. My girlfriend went. She said it's great. Uh, uh, yeah. Great is subjective. I went there also. It was all right. <laughs> like uh, the one magician I saw on the main stage, I was sitting in an angle that I could see everything he was doing. Like I saw oh. every trick. It was really bad. But uh, the they shouldn't the, put seats there, right? The close-up stuff was pretty good. Yeah, I like close-up magic best stuff. And uh, like, was it the Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Yeah, that's yep. it. Sounds pretty cool. That word, that, that word sounds like it's not based on any actual Prestidigitation. Latin at all. Well, actually, my next story is also about space, but specifically, dude, we got to keep a fucking closer eye on China because these guys are breathing down our necks. Oh, my next story is about how China's calling us liars. <sighs> so the Chinese spacecraft are. is uh, yeah, we're pretty good liars, China. We're a good liar. <laughs> China just sent up their first female astronaut, along with two male crewmates who are... Uh, she was set- 11 years old. They claimed she was 14. <laughs> Why is China getting into space? China, because they're they're beating us in everything. They don't need to be up there. No, China's getting into space real hard, man. Uh, the U.S. just put out this, like... We talked about it in a previous podcast, where they put out, like, this um, uh, radius around our sites on the moon, like, around the Apollo 11 site, like and it's basically like two Chinas to say don't go fucking within seventy five meters of this. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. I bet one of the when they finally send someone to the moon, I bet someone's gonna like stand right at that line, and just like touch their tiptoe over the line and videotape it. Hey, hey, U.S., look, I'm. T- hey, is Are you this not too allowed close? in a certain part of the moon? That's what the U.S. was saying. You, know you guys can't come within seventy five yards of our flag we put up there or shit like that. Oh. Saying, you know, be hey, don't go messing. They with- just went. In there with a bat, and there's just a YouTube oh, yeah. video of Chinese it's people just, right? just crushing what? juvenile well, Don't they technically own our flag because of may. all the debt? That what we what if the flag that we put on right. the moon in 69 was actually like made built in China? It was made in China. Built, made in China. It was built you don't in build, China. You don't build uh, fabrics, but yeah. All right, go ahead with your story. So yeah, so the Shenzhou 9 capsule was launched on Saturday, and it's their most ambitious space, space mission yet in a step towards building a permanent space station, which would make them... Well, first of all, they're they're the, the one of only three countries that has sent any people into space. It's just mm. us. I bet their space station would have a lot then, of video games. Oh, the best games and well, and the cheapest it. retail goods, <laughs> right? Off-brand watches and yeah, <laughs> Rolex. Oh, that's a, that's not a good joke. Oh, I kind of like that Andy, joke. Andy, oh. Andy. That's a, you know what? That's I a Chelsea Handler kind of. You know what I haven't Andy. done in a while is my uh, Asian uh, stereotype. You haven't, voice. but you do know it. you I do your, you do Japanese better than Chinese. To be fair, well, I do. You do, do it, and I'll thing. do mine. Okay, okay. Uh, we go to the moon, uh, twenty twelve. That's Japanese. <laughs> yeah. And it's spot on. This uh, mine is. Uh, you have a disrespected my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to make it moon related. Do a moon. Oh. One. 
Well, I can't. That's all. Oh, I you, can. you have one sentence that you. Well, do? Uh, um, you <laughs> you have brought the greatest shame uh, to my family. You are offered this space station. Special needs Japanese father. No, that's we are we, He's very. We go to moon. Uh, we bring back Apollo Eleven. Uh, I feel like Japanese people uh, listening to this. We did that all very respectfully. This would be like if a yeah, Japanese yeah, person did an impression of Americans and every impression was Sam Elliott. Is what I feel like this impression yeah. is to Japan. Hey, friend. Um, we go to moon. We name our mission Apollo Ten. Future think we make it first. Apollo Ten disrespected me. Yeah. That's okay. all I can do, guys. That's all I can do. Just things disrespected. It's yeah. just adding a vowel at the end of every syllable. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's spot on. Is a spotter on you make me think. I was eating a, I was eating at this uh, Mexican place the other day, uh, like a burrito stand, and this guy was there, and they were like, he had a ten year old son, and like he was meeting his ten year old son's other friend, and like her that kid's mom, and he was really nice, and they were really cool, and he's like, oh great to see you, Tommy, and then I was walking behind him when they left, and he was going, why you gotta do that to me? Why you fucking? He was just blowing up on his ten year old <laughs> privately. I was not supposed to see it, and he's just like, you fucking spilling shit everywhere. I was like, oh my god, dude, this kid. Damn. Like, Damn, girl. Damn. You have a disrespected on my uh, taco stand. You have disrespected my burrito. <laughs> okay, so they sent a woman to space. They sent a woman to space. China did. And two Bitches dudes. in space. And two birds. <laughs> what did I say? What did you say? Two dudes. I mean, oh. it's three people total. Two birds. They said we sent, up, we sent up stuff that we're not bringing back. A woman and some birds. We, <laughs> hey, there's a couple birds up there. Sweet looking birds. Yeah, this is their equivalent of like Leica. It's like we send a woman up so that way it doesn't matter if she comes back. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, there was no, they didn't have any return, they didn't have any reentry plans. We She's sent just, like a dog, they sent like a dog up to space mm-hmm. before humans. I hope it's doing Dogs right. and monkeys. I hope that they'll never okay. come back. Has anybody ever done any, like right. speculative fiction about uh, like what if the, the they dog got is intercepted? Still alive? They got intercepted by an alien and or now just, that's their new pet? What if that somehow, dog's going to come back walking like a person? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, wait. My Jesse roommate, Case? Jesse Case, actually might have something about that. Is that you wanna, true? Do you want to tell a story about it? No, I just have a really long bit about it. Oh. Come here, come here, come here. Come here. No, come on. I want to hear the gist of it, though. I, well, I just have a bit about if Laika is still up there, you know, and how many <laughs> alien invasions that's particularly, like, possibly stopped. Because okay. he's our well, ambassador. Well, they think that's what's down here, you know? Uh, There's like, dogs. A, like a frozen, scary-looking dog in a cosmonaut suit. Russian writing? He's probably skeleton right by now. No, no, he's not going to decompose in space. Oh, that's true. Andy's thought about this bit. Oh, I mean, yeah. not Andy, Jesse. You know what? Great timing. Walk out while we say, has anybody got any Leica bits? Well, it's a pretty <laughs> obscure thing, right? I mean, yeah. I like it. I think I've easily got one of the top five Leica bits in the L.A. scene right now. <laughs> brag, I think about, brag, brag, I think about that a lot. Like, how good... Back to your podcast, boys. Oh, there we go. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse, Jesse Case. Jesse, Jesse Case. Case. Quick round of applause for Jesse Case. Jesse to the Case. Uh, okay. Um, you ever tell you tell yourself that all the time? You're like, I know other people have this bit. Uh, like, not necessarily this bit, but like, I like other people have like weed bits. But I think mine's the best. Uh, so. <laughs> I just, I stay away from. I, I hate it when you have something new. You're working did. it out, and then you see, oh wait, Pete, Pete Holmes just did that on Count. I didn't see it first. Like, I had a bit similar to Pete Holmes's magic bit, mm-hmm. and I was so crushed because I was really looking forward to fleshing it out. And I then try I not to. Yeah, I'll try to just. I tried to go straight stories for me from now on because that way nobody can ever be like that happened to me. I was like, no, hey, you're a, a very, joke thief. Very personal story. Um, okay, next. Last story we're going to do for this episode is um, 
A secret Air Force space plane has landed from a... secret Air Force... You have a disrespected. You have a disrespected. Wait, that uh, was Dracula. That was you have welcome to Secret space One. plane landed. Brooks hates when things aren't running quickly. I love it. No, not running quickly. What are we at? We're at like an hour right now. No, Brooks, fifty-five I, minutes. We're fine. I love you, Brooks. Go I ahead. gotta go see. That's my boy. Though. <laughs> this I mean, is like this is the reason you realize we have thousands of listeners who are like stressed out because you're stressed out because you're maybe gonna miss the worst movie that's come out this year. Fuck you. And you're it's ruining someone else's day who's listening to this podcast and enjoying it who's like this is a nice flow that this one has this suddenly Brooks has to go see this piece of shit movie <laughs> I gotta go see That's because My Boy because this podcast is sponsored by That's, <laughs> That's My, My Boy, Boy. Hey, I'm the, movie, the movie's so good all the ads for it feature blurbs cold from Twitter they, they try to they, you notice that they try <laughs> yeah. to do it so quick Dude, you don't I, uh, notice it I texted like six people to go see it with me no responses <laughs> Nobody wants to see this. One movie. of those people, Adam Sandler. I tweeted the other day uh, quotations, Sandler has done it again. End of quotations, uh, Adam Sandler. Like, it's like, that yeah, exactly, from exactly, exactly. Sandler that's, knocks another one out of the ballpark. Hey, that's my Adam boy. Sandler to himself. Um, okay, so then this. This I didn't really research this one, so I don't know very much about it. Just a secret plane uh, from the Air Force has landed. It was in space for like 13 months. Um, it's it, it's called the mission of OTV2 has been a mystery. The space plane's mission and payloads are classified. Some nations, such as China, have raised concerns that the plane may be a space weapon or something like that. Or something. <laughs> or something. It's like a laser that. with wings. It's a, it's a space weapon. Or something. Stop aiming your weapon at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if North Korea just was like, that's ours. Like, they just like pipe in. Like, they, they don't want to talk about it. We'll take credit. We yeah. got a space plane. Uh, also, Kim Jong Il. No. Kim Jong Il just shot a eighteen. Kim Jong Young. Well, right? he shot an eighteen in golf, which is pretty good. So it's King uh, Kim Jong Sun. Kim Jong Sun is, is the new. I don't know. It right. Makes sense because Eel's dead. Yeah. yeah, Eel is no more. Okay. Well, yeah, so I believe Eel was always yeah. confusing because it looks like oh, it's Kim, Kim Jong the second because capital I and L lowercase. Oh, Kim uh, Jong two. Yeah, there's a really Electric great documentary Google. on uh, North Korea on uh, Netflix. It's a Discovery Channel National Geographic thing. It's called like Inside North Korea. It's great. You should watch it. It's fucking crazy. Full frontal North Korea. Yeah, exactly. They fix all these people's eyes. Like the surgeon comes in and fixes like uh, gives them uh, lens replacements. Like. Because they have cataracts terribly. And uh, they wake up. They see for the first time in like 20 years. And then they go, oh, thank you. A great leader. They don't say, oh, thanks, surgeon. Like they just start bawling. And they're, they're claiming the only – they're so happy they can finally see the great leader. He has 50 <laughs> titles. Like uh, Supreme Happiness and like The Great Son and the, the Benevolent Dictator. I mean, if you go on Wikipedia – just plain old super cool dude. Super cool. I think super cool dude's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Extreme super cool, awesome, rad. I think, I think Bocephus is also one of the names by which he's known. Bodacious. Okay, and yeah. then uh, I'll, I'm going to do a little scientific – Before we do – I, I, I want to know more about this. So we don't know what this thing is, but it's been an unmanned thing that was up in, in orbit for like 15 well, are you, are you, The U.S. Uh, um, Air it's Force the Prometheus. put it up there. I mean, they, they said that they're testing new technologies for space travel and stuff like that like new ways to like um harness energy 
but it's, it's all classified. Right, right. So it might be fucking a space missile that we're pointing at China. Area 51, maybe. That's what I was... Uh, Tony, do you have any kind of conspiracy theory tendencies or not? Oh, uh, no. I think it... I believe everything they tell me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Finally, some... World Trade Center? Rational. Never it happened. Nothing. Never existed. Vapor trails? I don't know. What does that refer to again? That's uh, that when you look at the sky, you see those white stripes. Contrails? And, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's just like that's Chemtrails, just expanding. That's, that's just like con- water condensation. It's poison. Ocean. Okay, it's poison. It's poison. Is that I a thought you said you like don't believe them. people. All right, I don't. I'm just. I like the uh, conspiracy theory about. Um, um, you just open a beer and not do the fun noise. Oh, uh, you fuck! That's up. a open waste of a pop. I, I actually, uh, I got, I got sort of. I watched Grey Gardens last week. Have you heard right. of that? Yeah, a documentary about the cousin of Jackie Kennedy mm-hmm. living the with two her old mother. women. Yeah. It's like hoarders. It's fucking crazy. And then I started just googling more Kennedy stuff and looked up the Wikipedia entry for the Kennedy curse. There's so many things, but uh, I was I was obsessed with watching the Zapruder tape for a little while because they have a motion like a, a you know shaky corrected stable stable stabilized version of the Zapruder film so you can watch it as if it's going straight across the screen and his head just explodes man it's <laughs> it's fucking brutal and also what if right after right after he, he gets shot in the head this comes on <laughs> let's roll away the radio <laughs> oh my god that's he's dead oh but that song just makes you want to crack Fuck open it. let's just beer. drink yeah, Forget but, then, about but it. then I spent an hour researching it, and I realized, dude, single shooter, Lee Harvey Oswald. It makes total sense. Everything works out. End of story. Case I like closed. how neat it is. I'll accept yeah. it. I don't want. It's wanna... not that crazy. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, I didn't. Um, that's cool. Uh, I I guess so. Just for a historical uh, topic, because we kind of don't do them sometimes. We listeners, this is what happens. If we do preparation, we'll have a historical topic for you. If, if Brooks is in the mood, we'll have a historical. Right. If I want to prep, but before today, I just wanted to hang out at the beach, and then it's uh, been a nice day. Yeah, it's been a real solid day. So I didn't prep at all. <laughs> but the book I'm reading right now is about uh, Captain Cook, James Cook. Oh, uh, the Ro- Roanoke? Is that no, it? no. He uh, he was a dude in the like uh, early seven, no, the mid seventeen hundreds, like seventeen sixty seven, stuff like that. Like really, kind of went around, discovered Australia, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten that far in the book yet. But the whole reason that he got to go on this expedition, like James Cook was uh, born just a, a normal person, like not uh, privileged or royalty at all, which you need it to be to become a captain in the royal. Uh, Navy you have to be like royalty because it's all like oh my kid gets this spot stuff like that but Captain James Cook got uh, promoted to that because there is like a loophole this really rich powerful dude wanted to go on this long expedition but he didn't want a captain telling him what to do so he looked for uh, the most qualified person that wasn't royalty it was like I'll hire him make him a captain and then I'll be the real captain on the ship mm-hmm. I'll be like puppeteer him and then James Cook ends up being a total badass and says fuck you uh, no I'm the captain of the ship but the whole reason they're going on this circumnavigation of the globe is because of the transit of Venus um, which was happening I think in like 1767 or maybe 1777 not sure is that is that as rare a thing is that, is that the last time it's happened before no, this year no it's like every like 110 years oh, okay. or so but they wanted to send – they needed somebody to go to Tahiti and take down all the notes about the transit of Venus. And they were going to also have people in like Newfoundland. Uh, I think they, Newfoundland. Would, they would say Newfoundland, Newfoundland or whatever. And then somebody in California. And then you have somebody in uh, England. So they're all taking these measurements of the transit of Venus 
from around the globe, and they were going to use those measurements to figure out how far Earth is from the sun. Mm. And then that astronomical unit would be used to map further, like how far away other things are, stars from us and, and wow. stuff like that. Wow, because the theory being they already had an idea of our distance from Venus? Well, they, they could, could like measure exactly... Triangulate... Yeah, there is all like triangulation. I'm not sure, but like yeah. you can get an exact like, oh, this is how big Venus is from where we're standing. Then this is how big the sun is. We think we know how, how far. Oh, anyway. I thought it was more like uh, I'm trying to think of how I could be completely wrong. Did it let them know that to women were how I from Venus? Well, yeah, that's the book came out right before that. Oh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So they really wanted to know like what chicks. If, yeah, if, what, if, if, if space bitches be tripping, they wanted to know space if bitches, space bitches cap, be tripping. Yeah. James Cook was trying to find out the difference between <laughs> men and women. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's the first stand. Can I do that? Your next persona, do the uh, 16th century <laughs> explorer comedian. <laughs> yeah. Hey, men, do this. Or wait, eight, 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 you go one bigger than the number that it century. is. That's right, 18th um, century. I'll I'll come on. I'll just be your consultant. So. Factually accurate. On okay, you'll be his pygmy consultant. Yeah, yeah. You just got like a pen behind your ear and a notepad. And you just like raise your hand. Uh, actually, James Cook died in uh, seventeen eighty. James Cook died in. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have a disrespected to me. Yeah, James Cook's a shit. Uh, I'm into it. Um, What's the book called? It, it, further, further than any other man before, or further that's a than long, any man. That's a little. That's not Hold too on. punchy. Boring. That's, I don't like it. Yeah, it's f- farther than any man. The rise and fall of Captain James Cook. If you like that, you would love. Have you read the book Longitude? No, I. I my girlfriend's dad gave it to me. Oh, um, so he's good. like, I think you'd like this, and I, I just had didn't read it. I don't know why. I just read mm-hmm. the Magellan book called um, Over the Edge of the World. That one's fucking crazy because it happens like 250 years before this Captain James Cook mm-hmm. book. Okay, it's crazy. Like it's basically like the Revolutionary War. If like that's how long it's been. Since yeah. a dude had already gone around the world, and Captain Cook, he has no fucking idea how to do it. They still didn't have. They were like, well, "It's tough. <laughs> it's, a t- it's a tough thing. It's, to it's tough. tough. This is pretty hard." Exploratory mission results, and they're also it's trying tough. to find Australia. Australia hadn't been found yet. His job was to find Australia. They thought it'd be like another North America. They thought they would go there and just like kind of it's be pretty there. big. Yeah, in terms of what? In terms of like. Lushness and like wildlife oh. and stuff like that. They didn't. Is it they the were, same? Is it about the same? It must be farther south than than south the U.S. America. is north. Oh, it couldn't be the same equivalent latitude, is it? Because why would it be so much? No, no, I don't think desert? so. Because it's like about South America, kind of right. But I mean, I'm saying, is it the equivalent? Is it the same number of degrees south of the equator that oh. the U.S. is north of the equator? No, because Antarctica is the South Pole, basically. You know. No, I'm saying. Oh, I th- I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Australia. You were saying. Antarctica. I'm saying Antarctica. They didn't know they about thought Australia. Antarctica was going to be like the U.S. I'm oh, sorry. I, yeah, they they thought thought Australia Australia. I heard Australia. Too. Oh, I, too. I goofed. Then uh, they thought yeah. Antarctica was going to be like the U.S. Oh, okay. That doesn't. That's not intuitive. Anyway, at all. I'm. I'm not very far into the book, so I really don't have a lot of knowledge. <laughs> it's all no, no, no. But it's just part of the probably science book club. The other book, uh, my two favorite science books, Longitude, which is about uh, doing latitude even with primitive tools, is pretty easy. You can just use a sextant, but uh, determining longitude requires accurate clocks. So this book's about the development of clock technology mm-hmm. so that you could like set your clock exactly to Greenwich time when you leave and then know that it won't vary much as you travel using a sextant and then also the differential between you find your local noon versus where... So like longitude, I mean, you can't navigate without knowing longitude. So this was a huge thing and the development of it was important to everything else that's happened in the world. So that's, you know, it sounds boring, but it's no, a great it sounds book. cool. When Magellan went around the world in uh, 1520, when they got back, they were a day uh, ahead of 
what their no, clocks maybe had a day gotten and off. Actually, no, because they the sun had set one last time while they were going around the earth. Oh right, right. I read so that they like, were yeah. thirty years younger when they, <laughs> they got back. Uh, that is true as well. <laughs> okay, well that's it for. Th- that is it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Tony. Do you have any shows coming up you want to mention? This uh, is going out tonight, so you yeah. can do stuff. What about, where's the next Persona? Let's, next Persona let's is uh, July 11th, I believe. July 11th? At the famous Hollywood Improv. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, go to the website I write for. What's, go to hahajk.com. We didn't mention that as yeah, your credit Yeah, It's funny. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Tony. Let's. Let, Thanks, dude. Hey, Alabama, play us out. Let's roll the windows down, turn the radio up, and let the wind blow through our heads. This song is not endorsed by Probably Science or any of its chorus, except Brooks Wheeler. Brooks Wheeler is so on board with this song, it's the fucking best. There ain't nothing out here but a big